you have to be a fighter, man. Mm-hmm. You have to be a fighter because the mind wants to quit on every fucking thing. Everything. Don't want to wake up at 530. Nah, I want to go back to sleep. Just, it's the coward within mm-hmm. us. If we can overcome the freaking coward, and you and I talk about this all the time, it's a game every single day in every situation. And if you don't face that coward, your ass is going to quit. That's where my eyes were. That's what I'm saying. Kind of pulling back. All right. So one of the conversations we've had on the show, not necessarily dedicated conversation, uh, but we talk about when challenges are in front of us and things get really hard, what is our instinctual reaction to it? Is it pushing through? Is it finding a, an alternative route? Or is it shutting the car off, getting out, and walking home? Mm. Ben, you've been pretty vocal that you struggled with with quitting f- for a long time yeah. and for a big portion of your life. And, and and Darren and I joke all the time that like it's hard for us to visualize that mm. in you because that's that's not the person that, that you are. You've changed a habit in your in your upbringing in in your history to to be a more resilient version of yourself mm-hmm. and to push through quitting but why why is is the idea of quitting so easy for our culture these yeah. days yeah I, I mean i think about and i really think about the first time that when i quit something that really impacted like the first i'm sure i quit a bunch before this but the first time I can actually grasp that I quit something because it was difficult, because of the pain, because of I couldn't see the end result that I was after, was ninth grade. It was ninth grade football. I didn't want to play football going into high school, which is really weird to say because football was ended up being my sport in college, right? And it was such a big deal in, in my hometown. Football was everything, right? And I remember going into my ninth grade year, I was a small chubby fat kid didn't get a whole lot of playing time in middle school so I was just done with like I didn't want to play anymore and I remember my dad saying no you you have to play like you have to do it this year if you don't want to do it after that that's fine and so I remember playing that year and same old story not a lot of playing time ride the ride the pine the whole the whole season and I quit I went to the coaches and I tapped out before the end of the season no no after the season was over and what that did that I didn't realize at the time, but looking back now, it started, it gave me permission that when things got hard, when I didn't like how things were going, that all I had to do was quit. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was throw in the towel. Did you realize that then? Did That's what I just realize, said. No, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't realize, realize I didn't realize then that I was starting a lifelong habit at what, how old are you in? 14? 14 at 14 yeah. years yeah. old because guess what I did uh later that 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 semester that school semester I quit basketball mm-hmm. I started the basketball season right mm-hmm. played that basketball year it didn't go how I wanted it to go what did I do I quit mm-hmm. yeah sophomore year 
the only sport I was playing at that time was baseball because I had just quit basketball. I had just quit football after my freshman year. So now I'm playing baseball. Guess what happens in baseball? Wow. My yeah. sophomore year. No playing time. Mm. Not the results that I wanted. Didn't like how things were going. And you can fill in the rest of that. Mm-hmm. So, my, so I quit again, yeah. right? I quit from freshman year in high school to sophomore year in college. I quit a grand total of six different times the sports I was playing. I don't know anybody else that has ever done that. That's not a good record to have. But like I said, looking back now on it, what I'm realizing is that, that first time didn't feel good to quit, to throw in the towel. The more I did it, the easier it got. Wow. That was going to be my question. Mm. Is your and very I built up a habit? Your very first time mm. quitting football your freshman year, what was that feeling? Do you, I mean, vividly, did you feel disappointed in yourself? Was yes. it a feeling or was it a feeling of relief? Did you have any feeling of relief when you quit? It was a mixture of the two. Okay. Because again, growing up from the age of five on, everybody's dream, all your buddy's dream is to be on the varsity football team. Right. Mm. And so I had that sense of regret because I was giving up on that dream I had of playing varsity football and eventually playing I always had a dream of being a professional athlete I don't know where that dream came from I had nothing on my resume that said I should be a professional athlete based on my results Mm -hmm. so there was a mixture of that but then also at the same time it was like oh man it feels good I don't have to go to practice anymore I don't have to ride the bench anymore I don't have to fail more so did you have any success earlier than that? Did you have a lot of success in sports? I did. Sports? So when I was a kid, I was the kid that grew really fast first. And then in middle school, everybody caught up. And, yeah. I, and, I, and then I was a late bloomer. So I didn't grow again until my junior year in high school. So elementary school, I dominated Little League, right? I was the big kid that threw harder than everybody and could hit home runs. So I saw a success mm. immediately as a kid. Well, then I get punched in the mouth in middle school because everybody else catches up and passes me. And instead of having the mindset, and I don't, know, I don't know why I didn't have this mindset, I guess being young and emotional, instead of thinking, I'm going to push through this, remember when I was good, right? Remember when mm-hmm. I could do it? Right. I'm going to push through and try to find that again. My default was to quit. Mm-hmm. I want the pain to stop. I right. can't see the end goal. That varsity, that's four years away. That's, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. And so I threw in the towel. So it got easier the feeling was more relief driven later on, the more you did it. But where did the pain come in for you where you realized this isn't a path that I want to continue on? It didn't, honestly, it didn't hit me probably until college Mm. because fast forward. So I I think I said sophomore year, I quit baseball. Yeah. Junior year, I went back to football and played football my junior and senior. And my senior year, again, I, my buddies taught me into playing basketball, right? So I joined the basketball team. Literally, the second tournament we go to. I'm, at this point, ACU has, Abilene Christian has offered me a small scholarship to come play football. And so I wanted to focus on that. So in my mind, I justified, I don't need basketball. I'm yeah. just going to quit basketball. Yeah. But it was another tick in the, you know, just another example of I didn't like the results I was getting. So the easiest way is I'm out. Mm. Yeah. There was never anything growing up and again, I don't know why I was like this because my parents, this isn't the lessons that they taught us. Yeah, that, that was my next question. Did they allow you to quit? No, that's the problem is I would make these emotional decisions and not consult anybody. And I would go into the coach's office and just make a, make a quick decision. 
and tell my parents after the fact. See, that's, now, that, I don't that's remember, all-time anxiety for me. Yeah. Like, just mm. thinking about that situation that, like, yeah, I'd have to tell a coach, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm out. Yeah, like, and it was hard, but I got better at it. I got good at it, right, because <laughs> yeah. I did it so much. I remember the first time having to go tell the coach, it was really hard. Mm -hmm. But it got easier over time. And, again, I don't know. I don't know if it's because my parents were raising three other kids. And, like, I don't remember them being super disappointed mm, or yeah. ever, like, coming so down on me. I mean, I, I mean, the there was no disappointment to you in that, in that mindset, right? There was no, like, I'm letting down my parents. There were no, at the time, there were no negative repercussion, repercussions. For no, I'm talking about from yourself, from within yourself. There were no, like, damn, I got to go tell my mom or my dad, like, or I who's going to react? I don't think How are they so. I don't remember having those feelings, like, of, of fear. I think I just got so emotional and would just, and again, the reason that's so scary and that's, and why, and we talked about this before we press record, but when people say, if you're a quitter, you're a quitter the rest of your life. Mm. I know Darren, you disagree with that mm -hmm. statement. I wholeheartedly believe that. That doesn't mean you always act on the quitting because I think now I've gotten to a point where I do like the challenge. I do like to work through things and I don't quit things just willy nilly like I used to. But it's still always a default in my mind. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's taught me, the habit has taught me that if I want this to stop, the pain, the discomfort, if I can't see a future in this, all I have to do is throw in the towel. Yeah. That's what that's mm. taught me. Yeah, and but, I still fight that all the time. But I think the language you just used is, is not correct because once you're a quitter, you're always a quitter. Yeah. You are what you do. Yeah. It, you, you're not what's going on in your head because everyone has battles in your head and you're not always a quitter. It's, it's what you put on tape, you know, in football terms. Mm -hmm. What you put on tape is the football player that you are. What you do in life, what you do, uh, you know, on, on the field, whatever it is that you're engaged in, that's, that's what defines you. It's not about what's going on in your head. And, yeah, I get it. There's internal battles. But I think you got to be really careful to label yourself in a generalized term. Once a quitter, always a quitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I get what you're saying. It, it's, it, it can have a – not the right effect on you. Yeah. yeah. I guess what I mean is it's always something that I've struggled with and will struggle with, I think. And I don't see you life. struggling with that right now. I mean, I just Internally, mean, I struggle with it. Yeah, but your actions don't show that. And, right. and, and I would say that, you know, of course, uh, as a man who has four kids, you see there's a maturation process as you go, you know, through, you know, from being seven years old up until you're in high school or not. But you see kids go through those things where I'm sure I probably went through some of that as well. Like I, I had no choice. I couldn't quit. My mom said, once you put the helmet on, yep. it's go time. Mm -hmm. You ain't quitting. Matter of fact, next year, we're already thinking about next year. Right. So it, that was the mentality. So I, I think there's a lot of that that happens in your mind as you mature. But how many times have we seen kids throughout their lives early on throughout their lives where they didn't have a lot of success they may have skipped a year, but then those same kids, they get into their, they start to mature and they get to 16, 17 years old. And here they go. And they're full time. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have a different mindset. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, you know, a maturation process that has to take place. And then I'm, I'm along with Tyler on the fact that, you know, once you start speaking that, like, that's the, the long term, like, this is, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a quitter I've all, and I'll always be a quitter. I, I just, I mean, I don't see that. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't see it in you, and I don't see it in 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 people that are out there today. That like they're labeled this once, and now this is what they're going to do. The rest of they're going to quit, quit, quit. That's I don't see that. I don't well, see no, that and that's what I'm saying. Like it's not that I act on that that desire, but I promise you, 
when something gets hard, whether it's as small as a workout or as big as a new job opportunity, I can only speak for myself still to this day. When it starts to get tough, my first thought is, dude, just quit. Mm. Dude, if you want this to stop, just quit. Instead of, now, again, I've worked my way and I've really tried my best to, now when I have that thought, that initial thought, I capture it Mm -hmm. and I suppress it and I think, okay, no, I just need to work harder or I need to do do something to combat that, Mm -hmm. right? It's no longer am I going to act on that. It's <laughs> yeah. what can I do to not act, act yeah. upon that thought, right? So that's what I mean when I say you're always going to be a quitter. But there's a fine – you're right. You don't want to keep repeating that right? because that's negative self-talk. But my point in saying it is it's always, it's always my first go-to. It's what I default. We talked about earlier about on last week's episode about having your foundation. That's my – like that's what I default to mm-hmm. is quitting. And – because once you do it once, man, you, it makes it so much easier to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, and that's hard. And that's to a overcome. dangerous road. That, to start that going is down. a dangerous road to to go down. And look, I, I think you know, look, you know, circumstances for everyone is di- are, are different. I think I, I can look at, I can tell you how I look at that that perspective, spe- specifically being a captain for the Dallas Cowboys for a long time, and to see how people get in the way of themselves, like mentally, how they just get in the way of themselves, and they go through these these processes where. Uh, you know, the coach sat me down and benched me, and now they just go down straight downhill, just straight downhill. Mm-hmm. And then that comes in, that comes to mind. I'm done. Fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, to have that mentality, man, is, you know, that's devastating. Mm-hmm. That, that really is. Because I think that for me, I always try to figure out how do I find the positives through that situation, whatever it is. The coach sat me down. How do I figure out the positive? Because damn that. My ass is going to play. I ain't quitting. Right. And well, there, there now, let, that. Me, let me ask you, somebody that doesn't quit, right? Because everybody, I think, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong, you have the thought at least. Oh, absolutely. It, it, enters your, it creeps into your yes. mind to think, I don't want to do this anymore. The difference between you and me, Darren, or at least my younger self, is when you did have that feeling, either you had an outside source or internally you said, I'm not going to quit. I'm yeah. going to keep driving through. I didn't have that. And I didn't have that internally. Right. Mm -hmm. My default was, no, I want this pain to stop. I'm done. Right. I didn't have that inner dog in me, as you like to say. Yeah. And so I'm willing to bet a lot of your teammates that did quit or did have that thought. Probably their foundation is to throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. Right. Their foundation wasn't to push through. Yeah. You have to learn. These are things that you learn. They're not in in practice. It's a skill like anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So so the skill is distinguishing between quitting and moving on mm-hmm. right because there's there's a point like for me i could say yeah i i quit baseball my freshman year no i moved on from it because i realized like that that's not my future that's not what i'm passionate about you know <laughs> yeah like that's that's yeah. just not what i want to do that what i think quitting is quitting when you describe quitting it's not necessarily ending something it's it's Stopping something and having regret that you did, right? Right, and I think in your case, I don't necessarily think that there's anything that you quit where you're like, there's there there may be some, and maybe that's what you're describing here. But like to me, like quitting is not pushing through long enough to learn something from it or to become hardened and and um, and stronger because of it. Um, it to me, quitting is 
is when you just, yeah, it's hard. So screw it. Yeah. And that's, you talk about talking to your 25 year old self all the mm. time before you end it, before you move on in your mind, right? The, the positive outlook, like, Hey, this just isn't for me. I need to move forward. Like push through so you can actually get something from it. Like teach yourself that you can be more resilient because to me, like the only time you quit is if there's regret associated with it. And it doesn't f- sound like you felt much regret after you quit something outside of maybe that first one when you quit football your freshman year. Well, there was regret later on. That's why I kept going back. I, I started and quit football three different times in my life. Yeah, but do you so think... I, I regretted eventually going and, and would go back to it. Yeah. And so I, I hear, totally hear what you're saying. Mm, yeah. there, there are appropriate times to move on. Right? Yeah, but I think for you, though, because you are so competitive, I think that just because you ended something, I think for you, you're like, oh, I was a quitter. I was a quitter. I was a quitter. You're like me and like really self-critical on yourself. Right. So I think that there's also, I think, you know, there's a reason that you did what you did because you are who you are today. Right. Do you think that playing football your sophomore year would have changed your football career? Do you think that you would? I think if I had never quit football that initial time, Mm-hmm. I do think my career would have turned out differently. Mm. I still ended up in a position. So you that thought I you wanted. got a scholarship off of your sophomore year of high well, school? Well, I, I got a scholarship off my senior year mm-hmm. only. So sophomore year would have helped. Maybe I would have been on varsity as a junior at that time because I wasn't on varsity as a junior. I was on JV. Huh? Right. So I only had one good year of tape, and not even a great year, right? Yeah. And a Division two university saw me. So yeah. what if I had never quit? Right. Because yeah. my ultimate goal of playing sports was to be a professional athlete. Right. So what did I do? I forgot that ultimate goal because I was looking short term at the mm-hmm. pain and the discomfort of not playing. Mm-hmm. I could I forgot that there was a long term goal out there. Right. And I lost sight of it. Yeah. And so I just thought, well, that's you know, there goes those dreams. Yeah. Right. So what's the easiest thing to do? What's yeah. the what's the safe thing to do? Yeah. Just tap mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Right. So yeah, question is 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 where do we think this comes from? Because we were, were raised in fairly similar, you know, ideologies from our parents, right? Like, hey, you start something, you finish something. We're not raising mm-hmm. quitters. And it wasn't like my dad was like, son, I'm not raising a quitter. He was not hard on me on that because had I chosen not to play football or not to wrestle, he'd have been like, okay. And there wouldn't have been many consequences for my parents, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Now, there was one hard rule in that if you start a season, you finish it. Right. right. And we'll, we'll deal with next year after that. But there was never a, like, I'm only going to love you if you continue to play this, right? Mm-hmm. There wasn't that. So, but for me, if I, like, like I said earlier, like, I have anxiety thinking of, like, stopping a, you know, quitting on the team or Absolutely. letting a coach down. And I think that's different, though. I think what he's saying is, you're so, you're, you're right in the sense of, like, when you quit, you quit. The season ended, then you quit. Like, I, I look at quitting as season's going, this game six, and yeah. your ass just walks off the field. Yeah. That's no. quitting. James Harden like, going to the strip yeah. club yeah. when you're supposed to be with your team. Exactly. Yeah. Now, quitting can be, you know, I think you, at some point in there, you understood that, damn, I'm not that damn good at this sport, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to waste my time with it, right? I, I don't see that as quitting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that as you made a, a decision like, dude, I suck. I don't want to ride the pine no more. I yeah. want to do something else with my time, see, which I, I, I get. I do see that as quitting. No, I don't because if that's the case, I was playing baseball up until my, my freshman year in high school, and then we wouldn't play the all-white team, and they were throwing curveballs and breaking <laughs> balls, and I was like, I can't hit shit. <laughs> And then I walk back to the. See, after, you're I a quitter, back, Darren. I didn't know that exactly. about you. You're but, a quitter. Tell me now. But, no, I'm with you. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So I finished this thing up, finished the game up, and I'm like, 
this sport is not for me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but I didn't quit. I but just what thought, if you had the dream that you wanted to be a major league baseball player? But if and I, that same okay, thing happened. But, okay. And that same thing happened. But I, would but, you consider it quitting then? Well, I would quit on point. my dream. That's a good question. Yeah, I would have. I would have quit on my dream. That's what, that's my Absolutely. point. My my goal and my dream ever since I was a little kid was to be a professional athlete, whether it was football or baseball. So the way I view it is I quit after my freshman year because things weren't going my way. The first mm-hmm. time I saw friction or yeah. some of the first times I actually saw friction, instead of saying, no, I've got this dream and this goal and I'm going to do whatever I can to get there. Instead of taking that mentality, mm-hmm. I took the mentality of this sucks. I'm out. Yeah. That's but, quitting. But, but you played, but you finished the season because you didn't, it wasn't like at the end of the season you said, well, uh, you know, I'm going to quit. At some point, it was week two or three of the season, and you were like, yeah. this shit ain't. Yeah. So but look, you stuck with it and played the rest of the season out, right? I did. So, yeah, maybe on a microcosm scale, yeah. I didn't quit. But, what right. I'm, but look I at it from a macro from perspective, a yeah. right? right? To play in the National Football League, there are steps you have to go through. Right. I quit one of those steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Now, eventually, I made my way back, and, and, and I almost, you know, still almost fulfilled that dream. But... I do think about all the time. What if I'd never quit? Yeah. Mm. Where would I have been? Now I'm glad I, I'm, I'm no regrets, right? The, the, no regrets that you yeah. seen that tattoo. Yeah. I'm glad I am where I, I have a perspective now. I wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. So I'm very thankful because there's probably somebody listening to this. That's just like me yeah. Yeah. that maybe they think they quit all the time. So let's take it away from such a I was big just say, example I, to something smaller, right? Well, or, or, or let's, let's make it real life. Because you know, we're talking about high school sports and we're talking about, and like, yes, that's a great illustration of what quitting is and the mentality behind it. But like, let's talk about something that has mm. consequences. Let's talk about dads, right? Let's talk about dads quitting on their responsibility, right? Mm. Let's talk about that. Our culture is riddled with dads that don't take responsibility, whether they, one, just abandon the household, or two, they're not present in the household, mm. and they're not doing it, and, oh, mom's job. That's mom's job. That's what they're going to do. So let's talk about that, like that idea of quitting, because that, that has real consequences yes. associated mm-hmm. with it. That has lives that are impacted. I mean, no offense, and not to downplay, like, plan, but... Nobody, nobody else's life is affected by you not playing football your sophomore year. Right. Hey, wanted to take a quick break from the episode to thank our sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tito's Handmade Vodka is distilled from corn and certified gluten-free. In the mid-90s, Tito Beverage, yep, that's his real name, Tito Beverage, built his very own micro distillery in Austin, Texas, incorporating the boutique winery concept into the spirits industry. He acquired the first legal permit to distill in Texas and put his life savings into it, racking up 19 credit cards to build his own copper pot stills and condensers. He continues to produce award-winning smooth American vodka on the same land where, where it all started over 20 years later. Tito's has won a, the unanimous judge's choice double gold medal at the World Spirits Competition, among other awards. It's got a modest paper label on a sip of bottle, so all you pay for is the exceptional vodka inside. Visit us at titosvodka.com for recipes, videos, and more for the Tito's story. Crafted to be savored responsibly. No, and, and to further Outside that of your point, own. Yeah. to further that point, the problem, though, is that's a habit now. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. building my foundation. So yeah. now when I get in the business world or I become a father. Yeah. Now, thankfully, being a father, I had the best, world's best dad. So skipping out of my kids was never a consideration. But what is a consideration, I have a career and a job. Mm-hmm. And I do want to go back to the father thing. I don't yeah. want to skip, but I just yeah. want to explain 
why it is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you if you're a quitter as a ninth grader in football, yeah, maybe it's not that big of a deal, right? right. It's not that you, you quit football. Who cares? But what about when you're 25 mm-hmm. and you're a salesman mm-hmm. and you just start out on that road to salesman and you've got this million dollar goal and the first time you hear a no, you decide, well, yeah, what's my default? Right, yeah, right. That's yeah. how it has ramifications. Yeah. But let's talk about the father thing. I, I think that's such a good point because. What's the easiest mm. thing that when you when you get a girl pregnant? What's the easiest? Thing? What's the easy route yep. in that scenario? That's right, bail, bail, oh. not take care, not take responsibility. That's mm. the easy route. Yeah, and if you've built a foundation your whole life of doing that, yeah, you're more likely. Doesn't mean you will, but you're more like. That's why quitting is so detrimental. Yeah. 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 Because it builds a habit over time. Yeah, and that's the problem. And that's your default. That's, that is the problem, the habit. Because you, you start to form habit. And I get where you're coming from. You yeah. start to form this habit that doesn't allow you to finish whatever it may be. And it's, it yeah. expands Insert from, whatever subject matter. Yeah, it could go from being a football player to a salesman to, to whatever, or dad or whatever it may, it may be. And the I'm, dad that skips out on his kids. Yeah. Do you think he, <laughs> do you think that's the first time he's ever that's quit? That's right. He's yeah. quit probably before, not. somewhere down the line. Yeah. He's probably quit. Multiple times, maybe little, big, doesn't matter. He's built a habit of, because that's a big quit. Mm-hmm. To run out on a newborn baby, that is a massive quit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And there's circumstances, and I get it, and I don't want to give excuses, but I do understand there's there's circumstances where yeah. so let you me, can justify let it. Me, but let me back it's to a your habit. high school situation, and then maybe relay, okay, some of the things that were influencers to you to be a quitter. Then, you know, carry that on to, to fatherhood and, 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 you know, being, you know, not taking responsibility of that role. So did you have people that told you, did you hear outside noise or outside influences that told you, man, you shouldn't play ball or you're not good enough to play ball or you shouldn't no. be a part of it? No. So you, so you form that in your head. I think of, of fathers that, uh, that don't fulfill the responsibility and obligation of raising the child that they help create. To me, that is a, a slew of people telling them they are not good enough to do something. And that is why they quit because, Hey, I shouldn't be a father. I mean, and the justification is, is they're better off without right. me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. I think, and I think, and I hope that, you know, from a humanity say from a humanity from a, from a perspective of humanity, right. right, is that someone that makes that decision, it's at least an unselfish thought, right, and that they're better off without me, right, because I can't do it because I was, you know, I quit this, I quit that, I wasn't good enough for this, I wasn't, I'm not good enough to be a father, right, but that's where the training comes is, and that's where I would, I want to encourage people that are starting to get to the point where they feel like quitting is a habit, is something that they struggle with, is find find that source of encouragement, find that mentor that will lift you up. And again, we did an episode about what are you listening to? What are you paying attention to? Mm-hmm. And are you going to listen to people that are telling you you can't do it? Or are you going to listen to people tell you, hey, push through it. You're going to be better because of it. And think about if more dads that bailed on their kids listen to the people that say, hey, man, it's going to be hard, but you can do it and you're going to be better for it. Mm-hmm. Think about if, if 20% of those dads now stuck around and now fought through the trials and struggles of being See, a father yeah. – yeah. Think about how different a as a country we would be. Yeah. 
if more if more boys and and uh, to me if more girls had positive male influences yeah. in their life mm-hmm. and what the expectation of of what a man is supposed to do to treat their mother and but to that, treat them but that goes back to like being a father what's the first thing that you always think of is that you know you're you're a protector right you're going to serve and protect that's the first thing yeah. right yeah. because what is your wife looking for she's looking for security Right. And, and any young man, any, any young girl or woman is looking at a young man as security and safety. Right. And, and vice versa. Men are looking at their wives and their, their girlfriends as their security here in this situation. Place, yeah. Right. It's a safe place. Right. So as a man, I'm not, I'm not speaking on the woman's side as a man, which I hopefully I am. But as a man, I look at things as I am not going to quit. I'm not going to quit on self because I love myself enough to know that if I fail, everyone fails. And I come from a, a different place in which, you know, I come from the inner city in which you always, my mindset was always, and it's no different than being inner city or anywhere else, but I've always looked at it as a protection of this is my family. This is my, these are my kids. I'm going to protect. So it, it starts with me. I got to love me some me. And we, we always go back to that, Right. But I think that's where it, where it comes from is that you have to be a fighter, man. Mm-hmm. You have to be a fighter because the mind wants to quit on every fucking thing. Everything. Don't want to wake up at 530. I want to go back to sleep. Just, it's the coward within mm-hmm. us. If we can overcome the freaking coward, and you and I talk about this all the time, it's a game every single day in every situation. And if you don't face that coward, your ass is going to quit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Period. Yep. And it, it's a hard-ass fight, man. And we all go through I don't think you're the only one that's experienced that. Yeah. I think we all experience our little milestones of where we quit on something mm-hmm. because we allow the coward to creep in yep. mm-hmm. and, and take our focus away from it. Yeah, and that's, and that's my point is everybody has those thoughts, yeah. but how do you react to those thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've built a foundation that quits when things get tough, and you don't have that dog inside of you, mm-hmm. you're going to quit on everything. So let's take it away from fatherhood as we wrap up here. Now let's talk to about, the, about the person starting out their career, mm-hmm. right? Starting a job. Mm-hmm. Quitting is detrimental in that scenario. Now there's moving on to better opportunities. That's not quitting, right? Yeah. We're talking about quitting. You start a sales job, let's just say, right? And, you know, six months in, you're not doing, you're not producing what you want to produce, the, 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 the business that you want to produce, right? And so you just throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. If you keep doing that every single time you start something, are you ever going to get anywhere? No, no progress. Yep. Yeah. Are you ever going to get anywhere? You know the hardest part of that is restarting. Restarting. That's way harder. It's reset. That's coming from somebody. I've yeah. restarted so many. It's way worse to have to restart mm-hmm. than it is that that initial discomfort of sticking something out. Because mm-hmm. I've lived on both sides of it, right? Yeah. I've I've had many opportunities or many instances where I've had to restart. But I've also had opportunities and instances where I push through. Yeah. And I can promise you there's no regret for pushing through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I never once regretted That's right. Yeah. pushing That's through. Yeah. 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 And and I mean it's the saying, right? Is you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same yeah. concept. But I think, you know, the advice, whether whether you're in sales or whether you're in graphic design or whether you work at the register at a 7-Eleven or you're at a senior facility, mm-hmm. like there is hard things in every job. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the pillars we talk about. It's perspective. If I'm sick and tired 
of the way people come in and treat me when I'm at work, mm-hmm. if I'm a server at a restaurant or my boss is this, change that perspective. Don't say, okay, oh man, this is sucks. They just talk down to me. I'm better than this. I'm better than this. I don't, I'm going to go do something. Screw this. Well, think about if you have the perspective of, all right, I'm going to shift that and I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to be the best damn freaking cook at Red Lobster That's right. that, that I can be. And I'm going to be this. And, and you know what? Leadership is going to see that mm-hmm. and you're going to be better. And so whether you move laterally, you're at least progressing as opposed to like being sucked into this negative place and you're going to quit and I'm going to, then I'm going to go down the street and I'm going to get on this job that I also hate. And then I'm going to go down the street because this isn't good. That's good. That's good. Nobody's going to give you anything. That's right. Nobody, you have to earn everything no, that you, you give. Earn, you take, you have to take what you want. That's what better it is. said. You, you have to take it. There's no gimmies and no one's coming to rescue. This ain't a fucking movie where someone's riding with a white horse and they're, Hey, save the day. No, it's mm-hmm. your ass. Get up and do it. And that's, that's the perspective you have to end. I'm sorry. About and it's a hard truth. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it true. Yeah. And, and it may be hard for people to hear. But nobody's going to give you anything. You have to go, and I like the way you said it, you have to go take it. You have to be the best damn person at that job if you want to progress. Or you have to come up with the best damn idea that nobody else has that brings values to others for you to do anything with it. So if you just stop and you quit, how are you ever Ever. going to achieve what you think that you deserve (laughs) unless you push through it? And, And, you know, Sales in real estate, and we're gonna. Sp- I'm gonna speak about me personally and nobody else. Sales in real estate is freaking hard. Yeah. It is a really tough uphill battle, and and it's an industry that doesn't get much easier as you get older. It gets easier, mm-hmm. but it sucks. It really does. But if I took the mindset of, damn, I hate freaking cold calling. Mm-hmm. I hate doing being the sales guy. I hate that. Like I want to do this, and here's my skills, and here's my, and if I only took that from a perspective of how much I hate about it, guess what? I would miss out on the education. Yeah. I would miss out on the relationships. I would miss out on the, the growth and on maturity, the pursuit. Yeah. On the pursuit. Yep. Because who knows what this will turn? Maybe I stay in sales the rest of my life. Maybe I stay in real estate as a broker my entire life. But guess what? Maybe that opens up a door to do something bigger and better and provide better income for my family. But guess what? If I'm just sitting here being pissed off about where I'm at and I'm going to go start and I'm going to go do something different because I'm not going to push through it and I quit, guess what? I'm going to be miserable in that next job. That's right. Because I didn't fight through it. I didn't have enough freaking huevos to push through it and and see what is on the other side of it, the benefits, whether it's that job or the experience that comes with it. You do not get to experience that because guess what? You have not taken the opportunity to get the benefits of whatever shitty situation you're in. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I love that, man. man you have me run into a brick wall right now. Go ahead. The Go ahead, Coach Ty. <laughs> Coach Ty went in so, on that one. So here's a couple of things that I do personally when that feeling comes back up. Because, again, it's something I struggle with all the time. I still think about it to this day, right? So a couple of things I do. First thing is I sleep on it. I don't make an emotional decision. If it's, if it's a time, now if it's something small, obviously, if I'm going to work out and I just push, you know, that's, but if it's a big decision. Am I going to finish this bench press <laughs> yeah. or not? I'm yeah. sleep on it. <laughs> but if it's a big decision, right, and I'm emotional and something happened I didn't like or something's really hard, I always now, I didn't do this before, I always sleep on it. Uh-huh. I come at it with a new perspective the next day because a clear head is going to make a better decision. Mm. A stressed mindset is going to default to foundation. 
mm-hmm. a clear head is going to make a good logical decision. Yeah. And if at the end, if at if if I decide with a logical reasoning that quitting is still the best option, then that's the path I pursue. Mm. But I never want to make an emotional decision anymore. Yeah. So the first thing I do is so I re- do you- remove myself from the situation by time. That's yeah. how I do it. Yeah. Right. I give I it some time. Yes, this is how I feel. Yes, this is what I want to do. Let me give it a t- am I still going to feel this way tomorrow? Yeah. And that's my barometer now. You know how I decide. look at a lot of things is do I really want to get myself into certain situations? Like before I even think about the quitting part of it. Like if once I once I like the decision is should be before you start this venture, whatever it may be, you may want to take a hard look at like the failures that are mm-hmm. the potholes that are in there that could cause you to fail. Right. Right? So if you can look through a through a lens and say, okay, here's what I will accept, here's what I won't accept. And if I can't, if the won't accepts or there are plenty of won't accepts, I'm not joining. I'm not getting in that venture. Kiss my ass mm-hmm. before we even start. Like understand where you're going, mm-hmm. the lay of the land before you even go there. Yeah. But once you decide, yeah, I will accept this, this, and this, and I'm gonna go forward, then your ass better be going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And understand you've already had that conversation with self to say, I said I would accept these things. I'm going to accept right. them. And that, and that leads to my, my second thing that I do. So I've already decided that, that whatever it is is important, right? It's something mm-hmm. that I want. And I know, Darren, you don't, you don't do this because you don't have the perspective that I do. Mm-hmm. I write down what I want. Mm-hmm. I physically take out yeah. a pen and paper, and I write down exactly what I want to accomplish, whatever that is, right? Let's say it's a, a sales number that I want to hit, mm-hmm. right? I write that down. And then every single day, and I can show you guys examples. Uh, we've talked about it before. Andy Frisella, uh, who's been mm-hmm. a previous guest, he calls it the power list. And there's different people that call it different things. But what I do is I take out a piece of paper every single morning, the first thing that I do every single morning, and I write one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And I write out five things that I can do today that's going to take me closer to those goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I write those down. Love that. Yeah. And they call it the power list. These aren't five, like, uh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. It's not a goal. It's an action item. Mm -hmm. So if your goal was to lose weight, let's just give an example, and you want to do the power list, maybe the first thing you write down is, I'm going to eat a salad for lunch today. That's something within my control. That's a win I can can have today. That's something that's fully in my control. (laughs) And I can mark that off. It's going to feel good. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day or the next morning, what do I do? I look at the list from the previous Uh. day. And I mark off what I finished. I circle what I didn't. If I finished all five things, I get a win for that day. Yeah. And over time, I stack win upon win upon win. And this is just for me. Yeah. Right? Darren, you don't, you don't no. need to do this. No, no, no. Uh, you know what? Because I've, I've learned a little bit now because I've told you I've re- I started writing things down on my notes that, that I need to take care of early in the morning. Now, I'm not as efficient as you are, right. but I totally agree with where you're going here. This is a system that I've – because I recognize what I'm dealing with on a daily basis, which is mm-hmm. the mentality to quit. Yeah. This is a system that I've set up for myself awesome. that keeps me winning. Yeah. And so I have to physically write it down. Yeah. And it, I can't tell you how good it feels to yeah. see win after win. Yeah. For somebody like me, I can't tell you how good that feels. Yeah. And, awesome. and honestly, so this is, this is, I mean, this is huge, writing it mm-hmm. down. Because here's the deal, is if you don't have a goal written down, you don't have what mm-hmm. I'm working for, then what's the consequence of quitting, mm-hmm. right? But with that, you have to have a plan. So mm-hmm. think of it as like a hiking trip, right? If I'm just going to go walk and my goal is to walk 10 miles and I just go and I, 
I stop whenever because I don't know where I'm supposed to go. But if you look at a trail map, you say, okay, I've got this 10 mile deal. Okay. I get seven miles in. I know that I have to make this turn. I know I got to hike that hill and yeah. I got to do this to get to the goal. And that's the finish line. You have to have a path to get there because otherwise there are no consequences for, for right. quitting. So for me, if I say, Hey, I just, it's going to make some money. Why, why am I motivated to go out and bust my ass unless I say, okay, hey, hey, I want to be this number producer by this time, and I want to do everything yeah. I can and put all my resources into getting here, and here's how I get there. Because to your point is, okay, I have all these wins because I hit those milestones. I hit the two-mile two check, check mark. I hit the six-miler. I hit the seven. I hit the 10 because I got there because I know where I'm going because then that's a form of self-accountability as well. But if you don't take... The little time that it has, yeah. you're just, hey, I'm just going to get a job. Okay, you, anybody can get a job. But then you look at like, well, what's the reason I want to get a job? It's because I just want to have money so that I can pay rent yeah. and put food on the table, and that's it. Well, guess what? You could do that on welfare. right? So like why? So why not just quit just to make a check? But if you have a goal of saying, hey, I want to buy a home. I want to have this car and I want to do this. How do I get there? What is it? Okay. Now I've got to be uh, entry level. I've got to do this for that long. Then I've got to, you know, get promoted to a vice president because I did all these things mm -hmm. on this plan. And then I've got to hear, but if you don't have a plan and you don't have a goal written down, it doesn't, yeah. and I say written down, but you've got to have a clear and concise goal that yeah. you can follow yeah. because that's the accountability that's for yeah. you to get there. You know yeah. what I loved about that before, before we move on, I know you want to jump in here, but what I loved about your plan and how you write things down is you understand your weakness and most people don't understand their weaknesses or don't want to acknowledge they it. Don't want to acknowledge it. At least you it's understand. Not uncomfortable your, it's it's gotta be uh, uncomfortable yeah. in, in what you're doing, but you're willing to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. in which, you know, I'll speak for self. I have not thought about like, you know, I'm a goal setter, but I always have it in my mind and all. But I tell you what, I am, I've learned so much from Ben and how he's gone about his day to day, like how he writes things down. And he always tell me, hey, man, write this down because you're going to forget. I have to be more organized because I'm not. And it's one of my failures that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So I admire that, but I haven't gone to where, to the extent to where you go, you've gone mm -hmm. through. And that's admirable, man, because a lot of people don't want to face that. Yeah. They don't want to face the fact that here's where my weakness is and here's how I overcome yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I, I, think, I think for you, it's like, yeah, I want to be a professional football player, but at that point in your life, you didn't have, okay, hey, I got to, you know, freshman I year, I started the, this. Yeah, I didn't yeah. set the parameters. Sophomore year, I got to work my tail off, mm -hmm. get on the JV team so that I can get on varsity my junior, senior yeah. year to get a scholarship to, you know, a big school that gets exposure. And then at that point, okay, hey, first year, uh, red shirt. But then I've got to start on special teams my true freshman year. Then my sophomore, junior, senior season, I've got to be a contributor. My junior, senior season, I've got to get on this watch list in order to get this so I can get invited to the senior bowl. And then on that point, then I get exposed to, you know what I mean? There's a path that you can mm -hmm. create. And we may not know what that path is. And that's one, of the, that's one of the things that, you know, if you're young, you don't know how to find those things. Well, guess what? There's a thing called the internet. You can find anything. <laughs> yeah. But there's also people out there. And again, this is an encouragement to find a mentor that puts positivity in your mind that you can accomplish it right. if you put in the work. I, okay, for example, I had a call with a kid. I uh, had a really sad story. His dad was my counselor in high school. Um, and unexpectedly got diagnosed with cancer and within 30 days he died. Mm. This was literally two months before he was reporting 
to Colorado State to play football, oh, right, on wow. a scholarship, full scholarship. So he went through the process. He fought through. But he reached out to somebody. and was like, hey, Tyler was a fullback, too. I'd, I'd love to talk to him. I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. I spent an hour with him on the phone a couple weeks ago just talking him through the process, what to expect. Hey, here are the things. Guess what? People like that in that situation are everywhere. All they Mm. want to do, they've gone through it. They want to help. They want to give you some advice. They want to encourage you. Mm. Because if you've gone through it, like that is the most fulfilling thing as a person that's, you know, and I say reached the level of success. I played in the NFL Mm. and I got I got to live that dream. Now my biggest fulfillment is helping someone else get there. That's right. So there's resources out there, whether it's online or it's someone that has gone through Mm -hmm. it. Just find those people Mm -hmm. to help you build that plan so that you can have that accountability for yourself. And and part of the reason this is so effective and having a plan is so effective for me, again, this, this is extreme. Like Mm -hmm. not everybody has to do what I have to do to keep myself accountable and to keep myself on the right path. But what this list does for me is it teaches me how to get small wins. Mm. Mm-hmm. It teaches me that there's little things that I can do daily that may not get me to my end goal today, right. but if I can stack on these little wins, we, think about if I, if I got seven wins this week, right. every single day I won, and then I won every single mo- week of the month, and then I won every single month of the year, I look up in two years and I am in a unrecognizable place from where I started Mm -hmm. because I started such a small, I broke it down into such a small, Mm -hmm. you got to get those small wins. And so that's my encouragement. If quitting is something that you struggle with, break it down to its smallest factor, Mm -hmm. whatever that goal is, whatever it is that you're trying to get after. And to Tyler's point, you may not have the answers as to what you need to do if you're younger, right? You may not know, but start somewhere. Matt Frazier talked about how, when he was an engineering major and he didn't know words that the, 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 the professor was talking about, he would go to the library and just look up the words mm-hmm. and just start mm-hmm. writing down everything that I don't know. That, he didn't know that that was going to take him where he wanted to go, mm-hmm. but he did something. Mm-hmm. Because he here's some the, sort of yeah. small Here's the win. thing is if you don't know what those things are, all you feel is failure because it's hard. Everything yeah. is hard. If you want to be successful, it's hard. So if you just get beat down with you think I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, and you're not measuring those wins, how do you have the resilience? How do you have the the armor on to shield away those those failures, right? And to recognize those as, okay, that's progress. But if you just feel like I'm moving backwards all the time because you don't have a plan or you don't have goals written down, I mean, that all that does is encourage quitting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, Ben. Uh, I still, I, I'm with Darren. I don't think necessarily that you were a quitter. I yeah. think you're, you're harder on yourself. And this is, this is something I learned with my, uh, with my mentor this last week. I like to, I like to leave the conversation with something positive. I don't think, I think that that all, um, all that you went through and, and you, navigating through the maturity of sticking with something like that is, is what led you to where you're at today. That's right. Yeah. And That's yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't, re- I, again, no regrets. Yeah. I yeah. don't regret the path that I've taken. Right. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. And, and it was totally my fault. hundred mm-hmm. percent. But again, it's given me a perspective I wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. And I don't know who's listening to this that struggles with this like I do, but, and this isn't a knock on you guys just don't understand mm-hmm. as well as I do because right. I went through it. Right. Exactly. I put myself through it. Yeah. So somebody listening to this, 
Hopefully they find that encouragement. Yeah. It's not like that yeah. forever. Exactly. You you have full control. You're right. You have full control That's if right. you take action. If you take action. Yeah. If you take action. Yeah. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, subscribe. Leave us reviews. Five stars. Uh, the Darren Woodson Show on YouTube. Darren Woodson Show on Instagram. The Darren Woodson Show on Twitter, which is brand new. The Darren Thanks Woodson to our, Show just sitting here. Thanks to our amazing <laughs> yeah, new producer. The Darren Woodson here live and in person. Tyler uh, Klutz. Who's, the name should be The Clutch Show. The Clutch Show. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs>